This is Mr. PTO, and you're listening to Echo Melt Radio, the media source for We the People of Main Street. Today's date is June 29, 2020. Before we get started with today's episode, make sure that you follow Echo Melt Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. Hit me up in my email, echomeltradio at gmail.com, if you have any podcast requests to support the independent news media, which is Echo Melt Radio. You can do that through the cash app at dollar sign echo meld radio you can also do that through anchor.fm forward slash echo meld radio forward slash support or if you can't do it monetarily that is completely fine i understand that 2020 has not been the kindest to really most of us on planet earth no matter what country that you live in uh definitely on a monetary aspect but please go ahead and share the podcast to your neighbors, friends, colleagues, family members, and church members as well. All right. So today's uh, episode actually comes from somebody hitting me up in the email. And it was pretty short. And the question was, is what happens if it gets worse? So I titled this podcast, If It Gets Worse, This Could Happen. Now, before I go ahead and get this episode started, I do want to let you know that this is just off of my opinions. This is not from some talking head from TV or no government officials. This is just what I think could happen. So please do not go basing your decisions off of what I'm about to tell you in this particular episode. These are just of my opinions. So there's your disclaimer for any of you that think, all right, I'm just going to try this. Or I'm going to go ahead and say this. No, just like I said, this is Mr. PTO's opinions. Now, from what I've looked at as far as these COVID numbers and the unemployment numbers, I was thinking something that would, you know, it'd be pretty interesting to see. This may actually be the perfect time for socialized health care. I really think it could be. I mean, many people can't get the health care that they need without the help of an employer to pay their portion of their health insurance. And there's a lot of people that's not working right now. So socialized health care could be something that could pop up. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of this because it will, of course, raise your taxes and could potentially lower your quality of services from your hospital or primary care doctor which I think if you have socialized health care, you may not have a primary care doctor. For any people that's in the countries that do have those uh, programs, please hit me up and let me know if that's true or not. Because here in the U.S., you still have it private for now. Now, like I said, this is just my opinion. And I think it was suck to actually have these particular systems of a socialized health care. Just think about it. Think of all the stupid people that you have seen on your TVs or that you may know. Over the last several years, people are driving drunk. Uh, a lot of people are abusing their prescription drugs. At the end, everyone will end up paying the price. A lot of you have seen people get messed up on social media platforms like Twitter and TikTok and 
stuff like that, jumping off of stuff, doing all kind of stupid stuff. In the end, that would hurt you. Think if we had socialized healthcare here in the U.S., if you're an overweight person and you decide to go out to eat, let's say a, a burger with your family at a fast food restaurant, people might end up saying some things to you. Think of the people that are anti-vaxxers. And definitely if we have socialized health care, there could be a mandate that you have to get vaccines. Might just flat out be mandated. And I'm like I said, I'm not saying that these things will happen, but it could. And don't be surprised if it does happen. Definitely if this unemployment rate keeps spiking, but people are still going to need health care. No matter what the job situation is, people are going to need health care. And definitely when you have things like COVID-19 out there lurking around the corners. Now, for all of us, for all, I think it's eight or nine billion people on the planet. It's truly storm season for everybody on the planet. Everybody has something that they're going through. And right now it's going to be time for you to check your foundation. Not the foundation on your house or your apartment, but the foundation that is based off of your beliefs. Whatever they may be, uh, like I just mentioned uh, just now, for those people that are anti-vaxxers, you may need to stick with that. For those people that are religious folks, you might need to stick with that. Don't know necessarily what to expect over the next several months, but the only thing that I will say that uh, that appears to be certain is that there are going to be more restrictions. Definitely if you live here in the U.S. One thing we should all be looking for, definitely if you're an, um, an American listener, is at the end of July, this COVID pay could potentially expire, and there's really not much talks of renewing it forbearance payments will be due by the fall and hopefully hopefully for some of you that are not working these things will be extended but you can't really bet on that either i guess my question is is what have you done this past weekend to prep did you get you any food any water did you put any cash away whether it's in your savings account under your pillow in a hole in your backyard did you get you any brass if you don't know what brass is that means ammo for some of you that don't know that term did you get you any of that did you get any medicines that that you know that you need a lot of you have things that you have to have like inhalers or uh insulin or even just aspirin for some of you that have mild headaches and you're on a aspirin regimen did you get any of these things this weekend and not just to last for the week or maybe two or three weeks but did you get enough to potentially last you 30 days 60 days 90 days if you have the funds to do so something that I was looking for this weekend, could not find it anywhere. 
And if you can find a bottle of rubbing alcohol anywhere in your neighborhood or in, you know, other cities next to you, man, you are lucky. You're one of the lucky ones. Main Street, can I just ask you a question? Have you thought of why is it that you can't find rubbing alcohol? I mean, you need rubbing alcohol to clean wounds. You need rubbing alcohol to clean some surfaces that you may use. Maybe that you um, clean your your uh, toilets or maybe you're wiping down the, the handles to your, your doors or your refrigerator. You may be wiping off remote controls or your, let's say if you have if you're a gamer, your controllers for your game system. Why can't we find any dead gum rubbing alcohol? I, that's what I really want to know. I haven't seen any rubbing alcohol. Oh, man. It's probably been since February, late February, I, that I can say that I physically seen a bottle of rubbing alcohol at any store. Just can't find it. And this is maybe something that you should ask your officials. If sanitation is so important, then why can't we have rubbing alcohol anywhere? I would even be cool at this point if they say we're going to limit you to one a day. Fine, whatever. But I need to find it somewhere. So if anybody knows where some rubbing alcohol is, please hit your boy up on Twitter, Facebook, or in my email. Because I haven't found any within... I would say 15 miles of my house anywhere. Just haven't. Another thing that I couldn't find this weekend was ammo. I was able to find some, but finding anything that you would use for defensive rounds, new, new. There was none of that. And there was, there was really barely anything that you could use to even go squirrel hunting. Like there was nothing absolutely nothing why can't you find any ammo that's probably another question for your local politicians because some of you are going to use your ammo for security or sport it really doesn't matter because all calibers was pretty slim pickings some just flat out wasn't available the most important thing though right now is jobs and what I think there's already been 47 million people without jobs, and now we're looking at shutdown 2.0. Definitely in some states, like I know my home state of Texas has been talking about doing shutdowns again. For sure, bars are already out of the equation, but other things are now also being put up on the table. And I'm not sure what state that you're in, but your state could potentially be looking for shut down 2.0 as well now if we did this how many more jobs will be lost i would say at least another 10 million for sure could be more than that which would bring our total up to about 57 million jobs gone in a year and think for those people that are business owners they may not can survive a wave two of closures depending on what services that particular company provides. Another question for your local leaders. And they should ask themselves, and I hope they're asking themselves, 
do we send everyone home to, to hide from the boogeyman COVID-19? Or do we try and make extra precautions and hopefully stay safe as possible and keep things open? And then, like I said, with these rumors of COVID pay ending, businesses really can't afford to stay closed. And in my opinion, after seeing this wasteland that's happened, at least in my town, in my city, of businesses that are just flat out not going to reopen because of wave one, I don't know what can really afford to close down again for wave two. Here's what I think. Uh, If you're scared, for those of you that are scared, and I get it. Um, I've known at least three people personally that, well, four actually, that have had COVID, that have tested positive for COVID. Uh, Unfortunately, one of them actually did end up in the hospital for a few weeks, and it was looking pretty ugly for him, but thanks be to God, he's all right. He's back to talking trash now, like his normal self. So I'm very glad for that. And um, glad to have him around to, to do those things because I did miss it. But if you're one of those people that are scared, just, man, stay home, order your stuff online. But to me, don't hinder those people that want to go out. Yeah, I know. I know. Mr. PTO probably got some booze for that comment that I just made. And I'm fine with that. COVID is kind of like an all or nothing deal to me. And we've been hearing this essential services only. But what gives the government the right to say what's essential? If you're an owner of a bar or a club, those are looked at kind of like as leisure places. But to that owner, that facility feeds their family. That facility keeps a roof over their head. And let's say that you go ahead and close them, which in Texas bars have been closed now you're forcing that particular bar owner potentially to get on government assistance when the government is already telling people hey um come end of july uh yeah covid pay might be going out the window for everybody so your government is already telling you that uh yeah we're broke so don't ask us for anything That's what they're telling you without telling you. Of course, if your government was to come out on TV and say, yeah, we're officially broke, sorry, then you thought that these riots and looting was bad from the whole quote-unquote George Floyd protest, then yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet, Jack. Let let that government go on and say, yeah, we, sorry. Uh, they, They pull out their little pockets and yeah, we don't we don't have anything to give you. Yeah, man, it, it's gonna be <laughs> oh we yeah, that's gonna be some mess to see there. So what I guess I'm trying to say is, you know, how is it that a grocery store or a liquor store is considered essential? As if COVID doesn't show up at a grocery store or a liquor store. 
Now, of course, some people are going to say, well, duh, Mr. PTO, you got to get your food from a grocery store. Yeah, I, I get that. But what I'm still saying is, if that guy, if there's a person that owns a bar or someone that owns a smoke shop or whatever that business is, why would any government say that's not essential? Because, in my opinion, everyone should be responsible for themselves on how they handle this COVID situation for themselves and their family. You have to weigh out your own risk and reward. We have all been forced into taking care of ourselves, if you really think about it, with little to no government help. And the help is definitely drying up for those of you that are receiving it by the end of next month. Look at some of your situations. Some of your situations, like for those of you that have children that are in school, you've been forced to figure out how to continue their education. And they've had to do it at home, mostly through online, or maybe there's like packets that the school system will send maybe once a week or once every other week that you have to go and pick up. But it is still you that are figuring out how to take care of your children's education. Now, wave two is supposedly starting back up already in the summertime. And they're talking about now having children do more classes online or doing more paper packets at home. It is what it is. But yet your taxes are still going to go fund those buildings that don't have your children in them. Your taxes are still going to employees of the school district that there's no children to teach. There's no children to feed. There's no children to clean up after. Now, I'm not saying that we should punish those people that work in those industries because of course, they need all the money that they can get because they don't get paid worth nothing to teach your children anything anyways. But your money's still going over there. But yet, has the government offered you anything off of your light bill since your kids are constantly at home? Has any of your tax revenues went towards your light bill? Has any of your tax revenues went to your cutting um cutting fees down for your home internet dragging down your wi-fi no none of that's happened you're having to figure out these things internet has now become a new light bill you can't go without it remember just what 15 years ago yeah hell i'll even go back as far as say 10 years ago internet was a luxury item like, it was kind of cool just to have internet at the house because it was convenient. But now it's a necessity like lights and water. Just saying. You're now forced into doing these things. Another thing that a lot of you have been forced into, those of you that have been paying attention anyways, you have been forced into urban gardening. Why? Because when you go to your local grocery stores, you have noticed that a lot of these aisles are not full. Or they're limiting you to however much that you can actually get. I know that a couple of you that listen to this particular channel, there's like eight of you in a house. 
eight. What is limiting you to three cans of green beans going to do for your house of eight people? What is limiting you to one carton of eggs or one gallon of milk? What is that? What is that going to do for you? What does that do for your situation? For those of you that have empowered yourselves, you have said, you know what? Nah, dog, I ain't got time for this. I'm going to go on and throw some seeds in the backyard and try and figure out how to grow this stuff. Now, of course, there's a learning curve. You're probably not growing much. You're probably killing more than what you're actually producing. But hey, at least you said, you know what, self? I need to figure this thing out. I need to start working on this stuff now. And at least you're working on it now because who knows what the next two or three months hold for everything. Who truly knows? And then uh, what's the other thing? Mask. A lot of you are now making masks. Who really thought that they wouldn't be making a mask in 2020? Other than people that do like costume designs or they sell stuff like that on Etsy anyways. But now your everyday person is making a mask and that's now part of their side hustle now. It's part of their streams of income now. Some of you that were making six figures now are on unemployment and now you're making masks out of your house to put food on the table. But I'm glad that you're doing it. I'm glad that you've taken the initiative to go ahead and say, hmm, there's an issue. I've got to make some money. I don't have time to be waiting on this government check. Because what if they don't give it to me like plenty of you have told me that you have not received anything. Some of you didn't even receive your $1,200 stimulus. More or less COVID pay. So at least I'm glad some of you have said, you know what? There's a problem. I got to take care of myself. And some of you have said, you know what? Hmm, I see an opportunity. Maybe I need to hop on this and make some money with the mask and maybe making some hand sanitizer. Good job for you for jumping on that, if you have. I guess moral of the story is you're going to have to be more self-reliant. And stop expecting the government and TV talking heads to have all the answers. Because clearly, they don't have them. As you have seen, look at how they managed the pandemic and the social unrest. If you're confident in their performance, then we'll keep waiting for them. Do what they tell you to do and follow their orders. If you're comfortable with that. If you want to attempt to have a chance and maybe prosper a little bit, maybe have a little bit more freedom here and there. Well, continue to do things for yourself and with the help of your community or your team. You may actually be more beneficial and figuring things out for yourself or getting your team together and and then you're able to figure out ways and solutions to help your current situations instead of waiting on your leaders that for the most part appear to be sitting on their hands. And when their hands are moving around, it's just to point the finger at another party 
or they may even blame you, Main Street, for why some things are happening. Oh, you shouldn't have protested. Oh, you shouldn't have went out to the beach. Oh, you shouldn't have went out to the bar. Oh my goodness, why did you go and get your hair fixed? You see how the politicians have blamed you, Main Street? And now with them blaming you, now you have decided to blame each other. When it's really them that is making all the policies. But whatever, I digress. You know, I'm done ranting about this whole situation today. I do want to thank that person for going ahead and asking me what I think could happen next. Or And um, that was my opinions of what could happen. Um, I did say a lot. So in case you've forgotten, I think you could see socialized health care really come into play. I think that could really happen. I expect that the COVID pay, that $600 a week that some of you are getting, I don't expect that to last much longer. I also don't expect that the forbearance that they have allowed some of you to get for the six months, uh, supposedly they'll allow you to do it up to a year. Okay, that's great. But then what happens on month 13? You should expect that your mortgage company may not be able to help you on month 13. Also, what I think as well, this food situation or supply chain in general, whether it's food, water, um, ammunition, what, whatever else, medical supplies, expect that to continue to be disrupted and maybe potentially even get worse. Definitely in the event of um, the dollar deflation keeps happening or if there's more tensions with other countries like uh, China and India and they have their own situation going on as well so again self-reliance that's going to be the key for you and also the help of your team whoever your team is whether it's the people in your house some friends, some co-workers, some church folks that you know, or your neighbors. Get to know your neighbors. If you see them doing something, hey, how'd you do it? It's going to take that for you to make it right now. Because, like I said, waiting on our government, ah, uh, yeah, you, you will find yourself either outside with nothing, uh, you will find yourself maybe in a hospital bed, sick as a dog, don't know if you can get out. Or, yeah, that's really your, your options. Hospital bed or outside with nothing. Waiting on them at this rate that they're going. All right, Main Street, I'm going to holler at you good people later. Take care of yourselves, and I will holler at you hopefully sometime this week. Peace.